Sabbath School Lessons from the Bible Deuteronomy Present Truth in Deuteronomy This book is the most important book of Moses. We want to discover what's inside. Jesus quoted this book more than any other book in the Bible. So it was Jesus' favorite book. I'm interested in it very much. Are you interested too? Then be with us. We want to find out why Jesus loved this book so much. There's a mystery about it, but we will discover it together. Grace be with you and peace from God our Father and our Lord Jesus Christ. We are going to study the book of Deuteronomy, the fifth book of Moses. Lesson 11, Deuteronomy in the later writings of the Old Testament. Our memory text for this week, we find in Deuteronomy chapter 4, verse 29. But from there you will seek the Lord your God and you will find him. If you seek him with all your heart and with all your soul. So there are texts of the book of Deuteronomy which are quoted later on in the Old Testament. Or thoughts that are there which you can find in the book of Deuteronomy and you can find it in later books again. Nowadays, when... You study on a, at a university and you have to write papers. If you have to something to write for a master degree or a PhD and so on, then you have to, yeah, to substantiate what you're going to write with other writers. So you quote from other books and then you can say, look, this author, this famous author, he already has the same opinion as I have written here. So you, you need another person to, yeah, to substantiate your point of view. And this is something to to show, well, what I am going to write here, it, it has a basis here and there in the past. And I go on and build on this basis another building, my thesis in my paper for my PhD or whatever. And this Quoting is, is something very important in scientific papers. And in the Bible we find that texts are found later on again. That's interesting.
the book of the law. In Second Kings chapter 22, we find the kingdom of Josiah, who was eight years old when he became king. So quite young, because all his relatives died, so he was the only one to take over. And when he was 26, something very important happened. The temple needed some repairing. And when working there, something special was found. It was the book of Deuteronomy. The scroll was found in the temple, among other things. And the high priest gave it to Shathan the scribe, and he read it, and he took it to the king, and he read it in front of the king. And when the king heard this reading, he rent his clothes, we read in verse 11. And the king is shocked because he has read about, he had heard about blessings and curses. If you're in harmony with God, if you trust him, then everything will go on smoothly. You will be blessed. But if not, if you depart from the Lord, he will not protect you any longer and you will be an easy prey for your enemies. Now when Chosia thinks what has gone on, what has happened in the past in Judah, he's shocked and therefore he, for in his mind it is clear, oh, damnation from God is among us. And therefore he rent his clothes. He, he is shocked. <gasps> he, he, he sees everything in a new light. The Lord, the word of the Lord has opened his eyes. What has been dark, he can see it now in the light. And this is shocking for him. The heaven of heavens. In Deuteronomy chapter 10, verse 14, we read, Behold the heaven and the heaven of heavens is the Lord's, your God, the earth also, with all that therein is. The heaven and the heaven of heavens. Now these are Interesting words, aren't they? What does that mean? What is heaven? You, know, When you look up in the sky on a fine day, you see blue, 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 no clouds around. This is the sky, heaven. This is the first meaning. When it's getting dark, oh, you see... You see something else. Then you see far into the distance. This is real television, far away. 
and you can see stars, thousands. And with the technique, you can see millions, billions. And all these stars are surrounded by planets. And God told his prophet, Elm White, that there are people on other planets who have never fallen like Adam and Eve. And they watch our planet, what's going on here, what's, what, it, what is the devil's work here on this planet, how he misuses human beings and so on. And these are heaven, heaven of heavens. So there is our heaven, our sky, there is the star, the sky of the stars in the night, and there are other planets which are like our planet, filled with beings. And it's interesting to know, we will meet sometimes in the future. Sometime in the future when Jesus will come again and will take us there. Deuteronomy and Jeremiah. In Jeremiah chapter 7, God calls Jeremiah to go to the temple, to the door, and to proclaim a message to the people. And we read it in verse 3, in chapter 7. Amend your ways. And this says the Lord, the God of Israel, not Jeremiah, the Lord. Amend your ways and your doings, and I will cause you to dwell in this place. Oh. So if they do not better their ways, they will not dwell in this place at Jerusalem. Uh-huh. And then he goes on saying, Trust you not in lying words. Now, that's a passage. Trust you not in lying words. Now, what does that mean? What word is lying words? The temple of the Lord, the temple of the Lord, the temple of the Lord. What, what does that mean? Yeah, the words are like this. Here's the temple of the Lord. It's the temple of the Lord, king of the universe. So when enemies come, God will protect us because he is, is his temple. But when the, the enemies came, and when the temple was destroyed by the Babylonians, they were, they were shocked. But, but, but it's the temple of the Lord. And the Lord allowed his temple to be destroyed. This was such a shock. They never, never, ever thought this could happen. But it happened. And therefore, Jeremiah says in advance, Trust you not in lying words, saying, 
the temple of the Lord, the temple of the Lord, the temple of the Lord. So what's the problem? Important is that God lives in a temple, but he has left his temple because his people had left him. And so he left them as well. What does the Lord require? We have a look at the prophet Micah, an interesting prophet. The Lord, in chapter 6, says, Hear you, verse 2, O mountains, the Lord's controversy. Verse 3, O my people, what have I done unto thee? And wherein have I wearied you? Testify against me. The Lord has done everything. There's sunshine, there's rain, there's growth. They have fig trees and olive trees and wheat and barley and so on. Wine. They have everything they needed. And God asks, what have I done to you that you have left me? Um, and then they say, well, sh should we sacrifice thousand rams? Or should we even sacrifice our firstborn that you are pleased with us again? No. God has sacrificed his firstborn, his only begotten son. So, the Lord will be pleased with? What can we find here? Verse 8 in chapter 6. The Lord has showed you, O man, what is good. And what does the Lord require of you but to do justly and to love mercy? And to walk humbly with your God. Three points. Do justly. Love mercy. And walk humbly with your God. That's all. That's it. And it's only possible if you're in a close, loving relationship with God. You experience his love and then you are able to love your neighbor. You need love to spend love. It's something very special about this relationship. Then you can act like this. Daniel's prayer. In chapter 9 in the book of Daniel, we find Daniel's confession. A wonderful prayer. At the end of the 70 years, Daniel was now about 86, 87. He found texts in the book of Jeremiah about the 70 years that the captivity will end after 70 years. 
And now I pray to God, oh, oh God, would you please fulfill this promise that your people are released and go, can go back to Judah. And he prayed and prayed. And there we read in verse 4, O Lord, the great and dreadful God, keeping the covenant and mercy to them that love him and to them that keep the commandments. What a knowledge. What a spiritual knowledge. What a wisdom. Loving God, keeping his commandments. What did Jesus say? If you love me, you will keep my commandments. The same spirit, the same words. And then, and that's so interesting, Daniel, who is the best of all in, in Babylon, he says in verse 5, we have sinned. We. He does not say, your people, they have sinned. And not me. He says, we have sinned. And we have committed iniquity. And we have done wickedly. And have rebelled. Even by departing from your precepts and from your judgments. Verse 7. O Lord, righteousness belongs unto you, but unto us, confusion of faces, as at this day. Confusion of faces. Do you know what I hear everywhere? How can God let it happen like what happened here and there? God is accused. But what is here? Oh Lord, righteousness belongs unto you, but unto us, confusion of faces. What a difference. Summary. Here we have a photo from Jerusalem. It's an impressive city. All these old buildings and the wall around the old city. It's, it's really impressive when you're there. And in Second Kings, chapter 22, we read about Josiah, we already heard. And when Josiah heard about these words of God in the fifth book of Moses, Deuteronomy, about blessings and curse, he rent his clothes and sent his most important man to a prophetess. Hulda is her name. And he wanted to know what is God's opinion now towards us? What does God think about us? And, yeah, Hulda got an answer by God and she said, this is what the Lord says in 2 Kings 22, verse 16. I will bring evil upon this place and upon the inhabitants thereof, even all the words of the book which the king of, the, of Judah has read. 
because they have forsaken me and have burned incense unto other gods. So catastrophe is ahead. Jerusalem will be destroyed. But the king of Judah, he gets a special answer from the God of the universe. And that's important. Verse 18, But to the king of Judah, which sent you to inquire of the Lord, you shall say the following, Thus saith the Lord, God of Israel. As touching the words which you have heard, because your heart was tender, and you have humbled yourself before the Lord. So that's important. When you heard what I spoke against this place and against the inhabitants thereof, that they should become a desolation and a curse and that you have rent your clothes and wept before me, I also have heard thee. And you shall be gathered into your grave in peace and shall not see it. 